From the PSIA AASI Studios in Lakewood, Colorado, I'm George Thomas. First chair, last call with Chris Rogers. Chris, great to talk with you. It's been forever. Yeah, it's been a little while. Great to be back. Well, lots has been happening at PSIA AASI. And one thing I'd really like to address with you, Chris, uh, let's talk about the e-learning for snowboarders. Yeah, this has been uh, a couple years in the making, George, and you know we've been really investing in e-learning in quite a few different ways, and it's pretty exciting to see, you know, what what can be done uh, in terms of getting our instructors ready for exams, uh, getting new instructors ready to join the organization, and then you know way down the road, uh, helping our customers get ready for their first lessons, even. Can you really go into each of those? I'd really like to know what is available online how we find it, and how do we get that information to people out that are looking forward to taking their first lesson? Yeah, so uh, the first step is going to be going to the snowpros.org, and from there you're going to uh, to click on e-learning and go into the learning management system. Now, there's kind of two different versions of this. One is um, kind of for existing instructors, and so if you're already an instructor, you're already a PSIA member, you're going to log in just like you always do with the snowpros.org, and from there, you can access um, e-learning that's in there for our instructors. So, for example, um, last year we put together a e-learning course for, um, for to, to learn more about the Burton Riglet system. Um, and that one's available whether you're logged in as a member or as a non-member. Um, other courses are going to be available only once you're a member. So um, the new instructor guide, for example, that's the, uh, been developed to help people learn about PSI and AASI and get involved. Now, for you to actually take the level one e-learning, you you need to be a member. And so that one, you're going to have to be logged in and you're going to have to go, you know, be a member and and sign up for your level one exam. And then after you've signed up for your level one exam, you're going to be able to go in and and take this level one e-learning. So we kind of have that whole, whole branch that's designed for learning about becoming an instructor and then kind of finding out more about the organization and, and what it means to be an instructor. And then we have the, the more advanced side that's coming out uh, in these next few months that's really designed to help prep our instructors going for their first level of certification. And the idea here is kind of the whole concept of priming for knowledge transfer. So when, an, when somebody, and, and you know, we see this in our lessons, and a student comes out to, our, to a lesson and they don't know what to expect, the first part of your day is telling them what they're going to expect and kind of bringing them up to speed, dealing with their anxieties and, and helping them kind of establish a, a, a framework from where they can actually learn. What we do with these e-learnings is enable us to front load some of that information so that when you show up to your level one, everyone has this baseline level of knowledge. Everyone's had to go through this e-learning and they've had to complete it and pass it before they can come to the exam day. As an examiner, that's really reassuring because you know that everyone has this baseline information. Maybe some of them have never taught before. Maybe some of them have gone through a third-party instructor training program. Maybe some of them have gone through new hire training at their mountain but haven't taught yet. Maybe some of them have been teaching for five years. And, and in the past, you had this really broad range of what people even knew about the organization or about the certification before they came out. And now we know that they know what's in the level one e-learning. So that's a really big, big help for us as, as examiners and just as educators. Now, are you noticing a difference as this has taken place? Yeah. So we rolled this out with Rocky Mountain. Um, the The Rocky Mountain committee was actually the um, kind of the test bed for this. And we had a, a e-learning system that we built and um, 
uh, put together for our level one. And I think a couple other divisions were doing similar things independently. And so we kind of all were experimenting with, with e-learning and, and, um, we're on year three or four, I think, of using the level one e-learning on the Rocky Mountain division. And then the whole national team and a, and a bunch of kind of education leaders from around the country got involved to update what we were using in Rocky and pull in some other materials and update it with a technical manual and some new verbiage coming out in the core concepts. And um, so what's rolling out this fall is now a, a national level one e-learning uh, process. And so um, what we saw on the Rocky Mountain side is, as examiners were a lot more consistency in that baseline level of knowledge. When you talk about the learning cycle or the, you know, or the teaching cycle or talk about learning styles, they may not still know them. They may not have them memorized, but it's not the first time they're hearing the information. And so that's that kind of that concept of priming for knowledge transfer. You're not expecting that they, because they went through this e-learning, they have 100% recall on everything you taught them but it's not the first time they're hearing it when you're out there on snow. And so you can reflect back to, oh, you remember in that e-learning when we talked about uh, multiple intelligences and everyone goes, oh yeah. And you say, what were they? And maybe a few people remember and maybe they don't remember all of them, but it's not the first time they're hearing it. It makes a huge difference in the, you know, all, all sorts of education theory research on, on how that kind of priming helps the human brain remember stuff. So this would actually be good to just go through online right now in the off season. Yeah. Yeah, it's good. It's, it's a great refresher. I mean, it's free. If you're a member, you can go back and look at the level one e-learning. And, um, you know, it's a great refresher of information, whether whether you've been teaching for 10 years or, or this is your first year going for certification. And I think it's actually a really good tool. And we haven't marked it that way, but it's a, it's a great tool if you've been teaching for a while and haven't been, you know, maybe it's been a few years since you've worked on certification and you just want to know what's changing in the level one process. And, and obviously over the next couple of years, we'll continue to update this e-learning as terminology changes as more information trickles down from the core concepts manual as, as people kind of develop new content out of that we'll continue to update these modules and so it's a great way just to go through as a you know free educational resource and refresher on on your info now i'm curious too as a trainer at vale have you seen any change in say your new hires uh with the course that psi asi is offering online for them Yep, we actually, um, one of the things as we rolled out that new instructor guide, um, I immediately latched onto it for our, our Valesky and Snowboard School new hires. And so we um, we paid all of our new hires to go through that e-learning through PSIA. And so, um, you know, if they turned in their certificate, we paid them that the hour of time to go through that, that e-learning. And um, this year, we're actually tying it a little bit more closely into the um, the new hire training. And so we'll actually refer back to it during part of the lesson plans that we, that we have for our new instructors. And, you know, really it, it's just a great way um, when we've hired them, but, but they haven't started at the mountain yet. It's a great little touch point. We can trickle that information out to them. And, and, you know, in October, there's a couple weeks until um, their new hire training starts. We send an email out and say, Hey, if you're looking for something to do, check out this new hire um, course. And then, um, you know, they can go through and, and take a look at it and, um, learn more about the organization. And, and for us, you know, we really value certification and, and reimburse our instructors for going through level one certification. So if in that early stage when they're still kind of just getting onboarded, they can go do that new instructor guide. It's one, they're kind of already a leg ahead when they go do their level one pre-course online as well. So Chris, I want to just go back to something you said at the beginning 
which was possible e-learning for people who are looking at taking their first lesson, not interested in teaching, but being taught. Yeah, and this is stuff I get really excited about, George. It was it was part of uh, part of my presentation that I gave um, during national team selections, and it's something I'm really passionate about. And so, you know, as as a starting point, we're we're using this e-learning to talk to our instructors and to our members and to our prospective members. But when you look at the way education is changing, the way the way our learning styles are changing, you know, 20 years ago, we didn't learn by looking at a little six-inch device in our hands. The kids that are being that are growing up right now, you know, the, the kids that are born today won't know reality that didn't have virtual reality as part of that component. And um, e-learning is a step away from from virtual reality, and I, I'll touch on that in a second. But kids that are going through school right now, e-learning is a part of their day-to-day life. And so when they come into an organization like ours that talks about education, they expect these online interactive platforms. And so it's really important for us to be able to provide that to our members. Now you take that next step and you say, well, if our membership needs these resources, then what about these kids that are three to 10 years old that are learning to ski and snowboard? Don't we want materials for them? And, you know, I don't think that we will ever get to a point where where our online learning system is going to completely replace physical skills based acquisition. I mean, who knows down the road, maybe things will get that advanced that you actually can physically learn things through a video terminal. But in the short term, what we're talking about is assisting skills acquisition through that priming concept. And so when you go back to like some of the basic fears that people talk about with learning to ski and snowboard, they're afraid of looking dumb. They're afraid of falling and getting hurt. They're afraid of being cold. Um, But there's a lot of anxiety around not knowing what they're getting into. And so if we can provide e-learning to our guests, so you book a lesson at whatever ski school you're going to and that school, any school in in the world, um, could be referencing some PSIA and ASI materials that say, this is what an example of what a level one lesson taught by a PSIA and ASI certified instructor is going to look like. This is what it's going to look like to go out to the yard. Now, it may not look like that at every ski area, but it's going to give them some of that fundamental understanding of what the ski lesson is going to be. We might go through our progression, our standard progression that's in the manual, and you could see like, right, you're going to stand on your skis, you're going to stand on your snowboard, you're going to get a feel for this sliding surface. You're going to see people falling down on these videos. You're going to see that it's okay to not look cool while you're learning. And and we can take away some of that apprehension. And so if we take away that anxiety and that apprehension, we're already building a better um, interface for, for learning. So when they get out there, they have an idea of what they're going to, what to expect. We're not telling them for the first time what they're going to be doing while they're doing it. We're going to be setting them up much better for success. And so I love this idea that any school – um, in in the country, any member school could be sending an email to their, their guests the week before they come out that says, check out this video. Now, if you go that next step and you say, well, what about way down the road and things that could be filmed in 360 degree video and you could actually immerse our guest in the experience before they even get here. And there's this whole emerging field of research on kind of on how it, that's going to change education, right? It's already happening with schools taking digital field trips um, using Google Glasses and um, using these very inexpensive VR uh, setups. And, you know, I, th- I think about, like, me as a, as a clinic leader. What if the week before I went out to a, to a resort, I could send a video, um, you know, with, with some kind of e-learning to the, uh, to the people I'm going to be clinicking with to give them an idea and kind of, again, prime them for the experience. So when I get out there, I'm not saying what I'm going to say for the first time. It's the first time we're applying it to snow. Um, and, you know, whether that's to an instructor or to a student, we're going to drastically increase the ability to absorb information on snow by 
preemptively providing that information. Chris, this sounds amazing. I'd love to just have you give us a little wrap up on this. Yeah, I think it's a really exciting time to be involved in education, whether that's in school and traditional education or something like what we do. Technology is drastically changing what we're going to be able to do and, and what we're going to be able to do in 10 years is going to be, uh, you know, night and day beyond what we're even doing now. And I think it's a really cool thing that, um, you know, the leadership of PSIA and AASI have seen that potential and really jumped in to embrace it. Um, that, you know, we're not going to be way behind the curveball on this one and, and that we can actually get out in, in front when our instructors that are coming out to, to take um, their new hire training are expecting this kind of information that we're able to provide it, that people that are looking for information about becoming an instructor can get on that new instructor course and, and learn about it, you know, and, and, and hopefully in the near term that we can provide that kind of information to our guests where they can learn. And, um, you know, I think, I think there's just so much potential with what we can do with this. And, um, you know, the, the capabilities of content creation on our phones just keeps getting better to where, you know, in a few years, any instructor might be able to record a quick video saying, hey, I'm so-and-so, I'm going to be your instructor today. And that gets, you know, clipped into an e-learning that goes out to your private lesson clientele, and they're getting a a one-on-one experience with you before they even come out to take a lesson with you. And I think that's, you know, that's the the really, some of the exciting future of what we can do with this platform. And today, right now, you can take your level one, your new instructor guide, um, and there's a bunch of other courses that are, um, just rolling out or, or coming out in the near future that will provide that additional kind of benefit to you as, as a member um, right now. Chris Rogers, great to chat with you again. Really appreciate you taking the time to join us today. It's always fun, George. Thanks. From the PSIA ASI Studios in Lakewood, Colorado, I'm George Thomas.